Yep. We are back. What? On a Friday? I know, dude. I'm sorry. I've been so busy. <laughs> Rolling down the Imperial Highway. Big nasty lady at my side. Saturday the wind's blowing <laughs> hot from the north. Woo! We were born okay. around. Roll down the window. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a very fashionably late episode of My Blue Thoughts. That's right. These are My Blue Thoughts. That's the name of the podcast where I talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers, my favorite team in existence, the team that I've been watching since I was six weeks old, and depending on what you believe, uh, as far as like awareness you know i was going to games before i was even born in my mom's womb at the fucking dodger games dude i I talk about this my name is peter sirs i'm the host of this show and uh, usually these episodes drop on monday but peter's had quite the adventure over the last couple weeks so um it was legit impossible for me to get an episode in on monday and tuesday i'm sorry um but i was like you know what i actually had a moment to relax uh, this this week and today, so I'm like, you know what? Let's just fucking get the episode out before they play the Phillies. I uh, I would l- I would have loved to have gone to this series. I'm not gonna lie. I've still never been to. Uh, is it called Citizens Bank Park? I think uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, right, Citizens Bank. Park. Yeah, that's right. Um, never been there, but like I, I've talked about on here, I think I'm going to attempt the League of My Own Tour next year. I think I'm going to pull it off. I know what I need to do now. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that. So I didn't go. And plus I was gone a bunch the last... I, I literally, I think over the last three weeks... I slept in my own bed three or four times, so it's been a, not including, like, I have been back this week, but, no, I was gone one, I was gone, I came back, and I was gone the next day, oh my god, yeah, so anyway, that's why the podcast is dropping on Friday, but hey, I care about you guys enough to give you something, so you're welcome, and uh, I've got some things to say uh, right now, this is going to be one of those episodes where I sound like... I don't want to sound like a doomsday guy, but Dodgers have not been playing well, and I'm going to fucking call them out on it. Now, they have had a lot of injuries, injuries that for most teams would fucking completely wipe them out. They've had those, but they're still the Dodgers, dude. Like, it just, no one cares that the Dodgers are suffering through injuries. The other teams are still coming out to beat the shit out of them. It's their World Series when they play the Dodgers every single time. When the Dodgers come to town, it's the World Series. When teams come to L.A., it's the World Series. And so far, they've been letting people have it as far as like that moment, that their, their World Series moment. The Reds just won the World Series last week or this week by beating the Dodgers two out of three. Those guys are fucking pumped, dude. Are you serious? The Dodgers, okay, just I'm just going to rewind because they've fallen out of first place. 
which, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you fucking suck and play like shit for over the course of like a few weeks, you know, a misstep here, you know, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I was not happy with how things went down um, when they played St. Louis, like I know St. Louis is a tough team, but you know, this we knew that this was the stretch of the schedule that was, uh, that was not, uh, not easy, they had the cards, even though they had just beat them, they had, the, the, it was the whole thing, you know, they had, they had the Phillies, which they swept, then they had the Padres, then they had the Brewers, then they had the Padres again, and the Twins, and the Cardinals, and the Braves, and the D-Rays, or the Rays, whatever the fuck they're called, um, <coughs> and the Yankees came to town, and then you figure you're going to get a little bit better by going to Cincinnati, and then going to Philadelphia, and then playing the White Sox, and the, but it's like, you still got to win these games, man, these are still major league teams, okay, you cannot drop two out of three against the Cincinnati Reds. You cannot drop fucking three out of four against anybody. <coughs> All those people I was talking about, you know, I wasn't here, so it didn't matter. But all those people, <coughs> I also lost my voice again. <laughs> all those people that overpaid to watch, uh, to go to the Dodgers to see them play the Yankees in Dodger Stadium. <coughs> Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, Dodgers lost two out of three. They're, uh, they're just not playing consistent baseball. Like I said, they've, they've lost eight out of their last 11, fallen into second place. The D-backs, who everybody was like, oh, look out for the D-backs. Well, guess what? They're playing well. And now they're in first place. And I'm going to be honest. The Los Angeles Dodgers, I don't care. You want to go back to 1998 when the fuck... No, I'm sorry. 2001 when the D-backs won the World Series with a fucking roided out Luis Gonzalez and a fucking roided out Randy Johnson. I don't know if he was on roids, but maybe. Kurt Schilling and Tony Womack and fucking... Who else? Jay Bell. Was that... Isn't it, isn't it Jay Bell? Um... You know, like those guys, Steve Finley, like whatever. But like, that's really the only acceptable time for the D-backs to finish ahead of the Dodgers. And I'm going to be honest about this. Um, I I thought that it was a fucking embarrassment back then. Okay. What's the D-backs payroll? $12? Let's, let's look it up right now. Jamie, look that up for me. Arizona Diamondbacks payroll. Right here. Here we go. It is. Just fucking tell me what the payroll is. Oh, why can't I fucking. God damn it. Hold on. Sorry. Googled the wrong thing. What is the D backs payroll? Sorry, guys. The BAM, stay signed out. USA Today Sports has released its annual list of MLB player salaries. And the D-backs come in at 21 in team payroll at $116,471,292 for this season. In contrast, the Dodgers are what, like 260 Something like that? No, they're less than that. 
two ten. They came down from last year, which was two sixty three. Um, yeah, I I'm not. If the if the Padres win the division, which I don't think they're going to, but it's annoying as fuck. But you're like, okay, well they went out and they fucking spent money. The D-backs who have a payroll of a hundred million dollars less win over the Dodgers in in the division. Someone needs to get fucking fired. And I vote for Andrew Friedman. I know I've been on the fucking you know front office can do no wrong over the last you know few years because the teams have been so good. But let's face it, guys, we won one World Championship, and even though I was there, and it's I look back now, it kind of makes sense to me. Everything kind of, uh, I highly recommend mushrooms, you guys. <laughs> I'm not on them right now, but I highly recommend them. Um, I've kind of, uh, I've kind of seen, not seen like hallucinating, but like I've came to some realizations. And one of the realizations that I made, obviously the Dodgers are my favorite thing. I love the Dodgers more than most people or things. Um, You know, I've always wanted to see them win the World Series. You can go back to my Instagram. You can go back, you know, to the podcast about it where I play it. Like, I'm crying. I was there in 2020 in Arlington fucking witnessing the Dodgers win the World Series during the pandemic with, you know, 20% or 25, whatever it was, percent capacity. But I was fucking there. And that moment was as real as anything I've ever felt, like I said, one of the happiest moments of my life, which is kind of pathetic, but also not. It's pretty cool to get to see your team win a championship in person. Not a lot of people get to do that. Have you ever been in person to watch your favorite sports team that you've been following since you were six weeks old win the World Series or a Super Bowl or an NBA? Probably not, right? You watch it on TV. I got to fucking be there, dude. And a lot of shit had to go wrong and a lot of shit had to go right for me to be there. And I look back and I don't know how many of you guys know about my personal life, but I was in a relationship for seven years that I got, uh, I got released from back in September and, you know, I've been looking for answers and just trying to figure things out. I know this is my blue thoughts, but just, just, just keep listening. Um, and, and she and I may never end up together again. Like I, it sucks. It hurts, but that's just what it is. And I thought about it. And like I said, mushrooms help. But I look for things. I look for meanings. You know, I look for meanings in a lot of things. And like I, I, I've mentioned a million times, I'll say it again. I love the Dodgers. Nothing gets me more emotional than walking through the turnstile at Dodger Stadium. You know, driving up or not driving up, but walking up the walkway. You know, from sunset and just hanging out there with you know with my brother or you know whoever really, but just bringing back that moment. Uh, those memories of my childhood and just also just cool moments as an adult like just I've seen some really cool shit happen at Dodger Stadium like some of my favorite memories are there but when they took that away from us in 2020 you know we all we missed everything in the pandemic obviously but I missed going to Dodger games but because I was in Oklahoma it was it was easier to swallow because it's like okay well I'm in Oklahoma so I can't go anyway, 
but also nobody can go. So it was kind of like, okay. And then I get to go to the World Series out of just, like I said, a bunch of shit going wrong, a bunch of shit going right. And I had one of the fucking happiest moments of my life. And I look back now and I'm like, was it God or, you know, whatever else, universe, whatever you might believe in. Was I with her? She came into my life. I met her. You know, we fell in love. All these things. So that I could then go out to Oklahoma during the pandemic, work on a fucking farm. And then the World Series gets moved. Like, did all of that happen? This whole, my broken heart and everything that I'm dealing with, you know, whatever. But, like, did all that happen just so things could line up? for me to be there to witness my Dodgers win the World Series. Like, that's profound. But if that's how it went down, kind of okay with it. (laughs) Got my heart broken, you know, loving my life, basically, you know. But I got to witness the Dodgers win the World Series in person. I think I would trade that every time. I, I, I really would, especially looking back now that we're not together. Like, yeah. And so my point is, though, that people will look at that World Series as, you know, an asterisk, a shortened season, you know, a bubble World Series. I mean, the NBA was a bubble, but the playoffs for MLB were kind of a bubble, too. And if you read Tim Neverett's book, uh, COVID Curveball, which, you know, Tim, guest of the podcast, you know, he talks about all the shit they had to do just to fucking be able to go out there and play. You know, and what they had, what all the players and the staff had to give up to do that. So it's like, you're a hater if you put an asterisk on it. But as a fan, as we look back now, this amazing run that our team has been on since 2013. And they do have one World Series. That's a very real World Series to me. I was fucking there. That was real. That was a real moment. But just that, you know? And I look back and all I can think is, I think Friedman fucked it up. You know, we talk about it, you know, guys, you know, the Dodgers don't take on bad contracts. You know, if a guy is asking for more money or more years, they won't do it because they don't want to be handcuffed with a bad contract, you know, with someone in their, you know, 40s or whatever it might be. But... Is it possible that if they had one of those bad contracts, and I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, the Garrett Coles, even the Max Scherzers, the fucking, who else was like someone, the Machado, like Seeger, like I'm looking at these contracts and would one of those guys had the Dodgers re-sign them or sign them, um, would they? Would one of those guys had had helped delivered another World Series, not just the 2020? And it's a it's a it's a what if question, but it's a big what if. Do we trade, you know, two or three seasons later down the future for another World Championship? We you know in this run. I think we might, dude, because. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick and tired of the Dodgers going to the playoffs and being really good in the regular season 
and then getting eliminated in the playoffs. I'm fucking tired of it. Okay? Tired of it. Tired of it. Tired. Tired, tired, tired. P5 fo. That's a Chris Rock bit. Anyway, I can't do the rest because he says the N word, and I'm not going to say that on my podcast, even though they're my blue thoughts. Uh, so, you know, you, when you see all these, and I don't want, I mean, I, I respect Andrew Friedman and what he does and what he's been able to accomplish with, you know, and we will say this a lot of the guys that are coming up, like a Bobby Miller, you know, like a Johnny DeLuca, who, I mean, who knows what he will contribute, you know, because he just came up, but he was killing it in the minors. Like, you know, all these guys that we didn't mortgage, your Ryan Pepios, your Miguel Vargas, your James Outmans, like just all the guys, right? Andy Pages is on his way at some point. I'm sure he'll make an appearance on the big league roster this year. But, man, I just... I just feel like we should have gotten more than one World Series out of this run because, yeah, we're going to be around still. We're going to be relevant the next few years. We just we have plenty of, but, like, you know, there's a pretty good chance Julio's gone. And I don't like that, but, you know, the Dodgers record with re-signing or signing Scott Boris clients is not good. And from everything we hear, you know, Julio feels like he's been disrespected in a number of ways. A, because he doesn't have a contract already. B, because of how the Dodgers have treated him in the postseason like a couple years ago. You know, I mean, in 2020, they treated him exactly the way they should have, and we won the fucking World Series because of it. But in 2021, when they were kind of being too cute, and they brought him out of the bullpen to face the Braves for no fucking reason, and then he gave up a few runs, and it's just like, what what the fuck are you doing, you guys? You know, and that's Friedman. It's not Dave. Dave Roberts ain't going to do shit. Like Dave, Dave Roberts is a fucking ball player, dude. Okay? For all the fucking idiots that want to hate on Dave Roberts, that motherfucker was uh, an average ball player at best. You know, very athletic, obviously. And I say athletic, but really he was just fast. You know, solid defender, fucking weak arm, you know, 280 hitter. You know, just it's fine. He's a solid big leaguer. One of the biggest stolen bases in the history of Major League Baseball, if not the biggest. Although, I will argue that Ricky Henderson stealing stolen base number 936 to break Lou Brock's record is the biggest stolen base ever. Because uh, that record's never going to be fucking broken, dude. <laughs> Ricky Henderson, I think, has like a career 1,300 stolen bases or something like that. 1400 maybe hold on we're gonna look this shit up right now i think it's 1400 ricky henderson right here fucking stolen bases baseball reference thank you very much we are going to where's the fucking stolen bases at sorry guys real time this is why i need an assistant in the studio with me hold on yeah, I thought so. 1,406. That's a lot of fucking stolen bases, dude. <laughs> That's a lot of stolen bases. That shit ain't never getting broken. Who's the active? Let's do this for fun. Active MLB stolen base leaders. Elvis Andrews is number one. 340. <laughs> 
Starling Marte, 331. Billy Hamilton, 327. Motherfucker, I don't even think he's playing anymore. Anyway, um, Dave doesn't, Dave isn't the one doing these fucking crazy pitching changes and openers, and it's all fucking Friedman, man. And like I said, this team has been really good and really competitive, and we've had a lot of fun over the last few years. But I want another fucking world championship. And when they didn't go out and sign certain guys in the offseason, I questioned it. But, you know, trust the process. We have these kids coming up. And I loved him in AAA, but I don't know if Miguel Vargas has it, man. Miguel Vargas is hitting, what, 233 right now with six home runs? James Outman has fucking come way down, hasn't hit a home run in like a month. His average is all the way down to 232. I don't know if that's the youth movement we go with. I, you know, the Dodgers might have to make a move if they're still in it, which the peers are still going to be. I don't know how Arias is down. May is down. Fucking only one there, only one left, fucking Clayton Kershaw, dude, and Tony Gonsolin. Uh you know, but they brought up Bobby Miller, and he's been a fucking stud. He's been better than advertised, honestly. He came up and has just been fucking dealing with his fucking giant cock. I told you guys, he reminds me, he reminds me of Walker Bueller. That's exactly what it is. He's got the tight pants. He's got the swag. This motherfucker's walking up into the ballpark with Balenciaga on. Are you fucking serious, dude? He just kept, got called up. Where's he getting money for Balenciaga? I don't know what his signing bonus was. But, Jesus Christ. Oh, and also, also, I cannot confirm this, but several sources have cited that Bobby Miller was seen out. You guys, sit down for this. If you're not sitting down already, sit down for this. Bobby Miller was seen out in L.A. a few days ago with fucking Taylor Swift. (sighs) What, dude? Do you know fucking everyone Taylor Swift fucks turns to gold or is already gold and they get more gold afterwards? And This is my boo thoughts. I don't care. I have 90% male listeners to this podcast anyway. I've said this time and time again. Taylor Swift, in my opinion, and I don't know this from personal experience, has either one of the or the best pussy in the world. And if Bobby Miller is getting to fuck that right now, that's why he is pitching the way he is. Because his confidence went from 10 to fucking 27, dude. If he's fucking Taylor Swift, which is reported, um, he's going to be just fine. And our rotation for the future looks fucking outstanding, dude. Don't forget, we still got Pepio, you know, out there. You know, Gavin Stone is going to, you know, come back and figure it out. Like, but to, to lose guys like Urias and May for, you know, considerable time at this point by the time they get back and still be right where the Dodgers are, we're kind of lucky. And I can give that credit to Friedman, even though I just shit on him for a few minutes. Um, organizational depth. Um, you know, Mookie's having a great year. His average is not quite where we want it to be. But he's got 16 home runs. You know, he had a career high in home runs last year, and he looks like he's going to get another one. J.D. Martinez is one of the fucking hottest hitters in all of Major League Baseball, leading the NL with a 633 slugging percentage. Like, are you serious, dude? Dude's got fucking 15 home runs. 
I thought he was gonna good. I, I thought he was good for twenty to twenty five, but he's got fifteen already. He might drop thirty five. You know, like some guys are, are are fucking swinging big. Muncie, same thing. Average is really low, but he's got eighteen home runs. He's got forty four ribbies, and also his OPS is actually higher than his career OPS. So he's actually doing better statistically in all those numbers except for batting average. You know what, dude? I'm fucking fine with that. Um, we, the Dodgers just need their pitching to get healthy. I do not. Uh, I think they're going to have to go with a closer at this point. Like, designate a guy. You're the fucking guy. Or go get one. Because this closer by committee, as shown over the last few days, isn't working. You can't fucking have one guy do it. And one guy, like, oh, I don't know what my role is going to be tonight. Like, we got to give someone. If it's not Gratterall... Then it's got to be Ferguson, although he took a shit the other night. Um, if it's not Gratterall, it could be Miller. Like, I don't care if it's not. I think Evan Phillips is the co- the guy. But, you know, they've been trying to get, again, there goes Friedman, trying to get cute. And instead of using him as the closer, they bring him in in the seventh to face the heart of the order because that's the toughest part of the game. It's like, I get it, dude, but you need that fucking closer to close the game. Okay, it's a little bit easier to go in and face two, three, four, three, four, five in the seventh, knowing that even if you fuck up, the game's not over. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I gotta get these guys. This is the toughest part of the lineup, but if I fuck up, my team still has three at bats to come back. It takes the pressure off. That's why a closer is what they are. The mentality: I'm ending the game, and if I don't, fucking, we're gonna be in trouble. I might blow this game. You need that mentality, and. I don't think you can do it by having closer by committee. Nerdball doesn't solve everything. Okay? That being said, Dodgers go to Philly. I'm not there. God damn it. Um, Phillies are just kind of floating around right around 500. They're not They're not really playing great. They're not playing awful. They're kind of right in the middle. Um, you know, we swept them last time, so obviously they're going to want some revenge. Hopefully the Dodgers can get back on the winning track because we don't want to give the Diamondbacks or the D-backs or the fucking whatever the fuck, Los Serpientes, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. Can't give them any extra confidence because they're a young team, dude. Like I said, when teams play the Dodgers, that's their World Series. And if the D-backs get, keep getting confidence, they beat. <coughs> they took three out of four against the Dodgers earlier this season. You don't think they'll fucking do it again? <coughs> They've uh, they announced as of this podcast. <coughs> God damn it! That Arias' start is going to be pushed back again. So not only are they going opener in the Friday game, today's game. This I'm recording this on Friday, but they're also going uh, bullpen game on Sunday. And it's just like, come on, you guys. We got it. We have all these arms. Everyone's hurt. Like you can't just keep doing that because it's going to eat the bullpen, and that's going to affect later on down the line. So, hopefully, we can fare well. It's going to be tough. Um, and then the Dodgers come back home and play the White Sox. And uh, they play over the weekend. White Sox and the Giants. So, theoretically, this is the part of the schedule where they can kind of get well again over the next couple weeks. And then get ready for the big showdown against the Astros next weekend. So, uh, that being said, you guys, 
sorry this episode is so late. My life is fucking crazy over the last few weeks, but I kind of have a, I'm going to be home for a couple, well, I'm not going to be home next weekend, but whatever, um, but I'll have a handle on things over the next few weeks, and um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave a review, rate it, all that good stuff, and I'll see you guys next week on My Blue Thoughts. Hate New York City, it's cold and it's damn. Sorry. We're going to ride it till we're